get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though, folks? Welcome Ooh, back. I changed it up. <laughs> right, that was a change up. Welcome back. Somebody's yeah. listening. Like, what the fuck? To episode 102. 102. Two episodes. Second episode. Past, uh, uh, two episodes past 100. Um, yeah, so I was going back looking through random comments uh from last week we did uh episodes uh last week was uh detroit foodies we talked about food and other shit and i was going back through some of the questions or comments and stuff from last week and uh, so on twitter so we were talking about i forget how we were gonna get get on the subject of uh of the movie insomnia yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we were talking about Alaska and whatever. I, I still don't remember how exactly we got there, but I guess we fucked up because we kept saying Robert. I, I think it was me that kept saying Robert De Niro. Oh, it was definitely you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost certain. I don't remember me. the movie, but I would never make a Robert De Niro slash Al Pacino fuck up. Yeah, but it was Pacino. <laughs> so uh, uh, at Terrence Tatum, he had commented Pacino. Pacino is in Insomnia with Robin Williams. Not De Niro. De Niro. Uh, my hair was exploding, hoping you guys would have fixed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, if if I had known he would be listening, I know he would be. That would be something he would be flipping out over. And as as he knows, like he's a he's an actor himself, and like he's in the movies, like I'm in the movies, and I know I'd be flipping out the same way if I heard him talking about some movie shit. I hate and he couldn't remember some shit. I hate fuck ups like that, and and. And I think that's another reason I brought my computer out so I could actually like search shit and actually correct mm-hmm. myself if I can't figure it out at the time. Because I'd just be going off the dome and be like, uh, I think it was. <laughs> and that wasn't even a symptom of being drunk. Because like one, I wasn't really drunk last week. And then yeah, two, same here. like I just flat out don't remember that movie. And it's like, I know I saw it and I responded to him. I was like, I know I saw this fucking movie and I still don't fucking remember. I still get it confused with one hour photo. I, I don't remember. And I've never seen one, one the hour fuck? photo, so I have no idea what the fuck is going on with that movie. But yeah. Uh, but Insomnia wasn't like memorable. Like, it wasn't a like a great movie. I mean, to have. I don't even remember it to, to have, know. To have, you know, <laughs> those, two, those two people in that movie and just be like, eh, it was just okay. Like, I don't remember it being that great or whatever. But yeah, Pacino. <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, I would have asked how's your week, but you know, um, I don't think. Uh, well, my week was was kind of shitty, actually. Uh-uh. Um, no, I mean it was. You know, I I found out that I had to. I'm not gonna be able to get my financial aid, so I had to push my classes back to the uh, to to winter. That fucking sucked. Um, long story short, my fuck ups from yesteryear's past is catching up with me. Um, basically. And so since I was such a shitty student in like 98 and 99, although since I've been back in school since last August, I have a 4.0, but I still don't have a 2.0 totally. So it's just like, I'm, 
I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not upset. You were like strong retard in '98, '99. I was just going <laughs> to fucking school because people said I should go to school after high school. Like it was just. I had no fucking motivation, like at all. I was just fucking there, wasting all kind of grants and all kind of money just because. Yeah, you should go to school after high school, and I'm just like, all right. So I'm here, and then I just, I totally underestimated the time of studying and work and shit it was just it was a it was a total fuck up like yeah i i mean i don't know i probably should have just started working like full time and just poured myself into working or some shit because it was just so like it was just it was stupid dog but i'm not even i'm upset a little bit you know just because i've been trying to figure out financial aid since like february for fall going uh-huh. through all this paperwork i had to do an appeal and all this shit and all this time they're not telling me my appeal my thing is i can't appeal a fucking grade point average if my grade <laughs> point average isn't where it's supposed to be there's nothing i can change with that unless i take a gang of fucking classes that pushes my grade point up and that's not gonna work i took i, I took like four classes and got all a's in them but that still didn't bring my grade point up to the point where I could so it's like no one told me this shit between February and August I turned every single piece of paperwork I had to turn in uh like the 29th of June and all of July went and then like almost two weeks of fucking uh August went and a lady called me what she had the shittiest attitude too like yeah you just you know you're not gonna uh be able to uh use financial so how are you gonna pay for class I'm like Wait, wait, let's back up. Like, why the fuck I can't get financial aid? Mm-hmm. Then she's just going through this shit. Well, you know, your whole your whole schooling counts even back 20 years ago or however many years, like 18 or some shit. I'm like, dog. And so as a household, we didn't plan to pay for school. So we, you know, allocated funds otherwise. So had I known then, I could at least start having funds, you know, to do that shit. So, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, that was kind of shitty, but on the flip side, um, I applied for this one job in design last, um, well, let me not even say that I got called for a job last week that I'm pretty sure I did. I didn't apply for. Um, so at Henry Ford community, they, they have like a, a job portal where you post your resume and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure they pulled it from there, but I just don't remember. But then I was like, it was so awkward. I didn't want to ask them. I just went along with it. Like, I don't want to be like, did I apply for y'all? Like, nah. But anyway, I went on an interview last Thursday or Friday. I think it was, no, last Friday. And then I got called back for a second interview. So that's tomorrow. So hopefully by next podcast, I'll be able to have some good news or else I'm kicking tables over and shit like that. So understandably so. Man, this, this whole job search thing has been so fucking frustrating, dude. So fucking frustrating. It's like, I, you don't want to get a bullshit-ass job, and then you find a job you want, and then totally fucking quit then. You just hope that the job that you want, you can kind of get, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. So, But, yeah, so hopefully uh, good news. I get good news tomorrow and uh, figure out. You think out you will find out tomorrow? That's possible, but probably not. Oh, and okay. the more I thought about it, I kept thinking, like, man, hopefully they just tell me after the interview, like, cool, you get the job. You know, I've had, like, second interviews where I've got the offer then, or then I just had jobs where I just had to wait and stuff. So, I don't know. It would be great to find out tomorrow whether I get it or not versus having to wait another day or something like that. So, 
we'll see. But it'd definitely be uh, some uh, celebratory dancing and drinking and cigars and all the shit I regularly do anyway, but just for celebration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's funny because I, I like to see. Like I always find it funny when people, uh, like in our cigar group on Facebook, will say this thing happened celebrating this thing and then with like or something with a cigar and it'd be like the most mundane shit and it's like you you just gonna have you wanted to have a cigar anyway yeah right don't act like that was an excuse right like like dan today like yeah i was stuck in the elevator so i needed this nigga (laughs) stuck in the elevator for five minutes Like he acted like he was traumatized and he did a cigar right, like and a drink. Like he's a man, you wanted a fucking cigar anyway, and it, dog. And it started flooding, and he was like <laughs> hanging on to the top of the fucking elevator <laughs> right. and shit like that. He did that bitch for five minutes, and they got right. him out, and it was just like, all right, cool. I'm gonna make like, you, oh, that was traumatizing. Not I got a cigar and a drink. Like, like he don't normally have cigars right. and a drink. And then it's, well, <laughs> it's then, I mean, occasion. granted, he did have a dope cigar, but that's probably his normal dope. But that's cigar. what he would have done anyway. Yeah. So the elevator could have went straight to his floor. He would have got out, had the same fucking cigar and the same fucking drink. Like, don't even try. But it. Now that I think about it, you know, had I, if I do get the job, uh, I can't even get the cigar I want to. I probably get paid. So it's like uh, I'll wait to the end and get some nice ass fucking stick. I want That's a crock shit. of shit. Your ass be smoking good ass cigars. Well, all the fucking time. Well, so don't tell me you got to wait till you get paid if you get this job to get a to nice get a cigar one, you want. I'm probably going to because uh, the way you uh, try to get a thirty dollar cigar or something. No, nah, and the thing is, probably not. I don't know. You know, I really want to try the Opus. Oh, OK. Well, yeah. In that case, <laughs> in that case yeah, you might want to wait till that check. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to try one of the Opus because I still haven't had any and I hear the dope cigars. So. Yeah, wait, wait for that check, dog. So the one you, the, the open, you had more than one or just one? Uh, I feel like I had more than one, but my my memory of is clouded by the the lost city that I had in Vegas. I feel like I had one in genuine, but I'm not a hundred percent. But I had the lost city in Vegas. It, granted, I paid a little bit extra. Because it was it's Vegas, Vegas yeah, it's but Vegas, I thought it was I, I thought I was paying a higher price than I was because Tony like when Tony was over here, I think I said I told him I paid forty dollars for that fucking cigar in Vegas, 40 fucking dollars. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I bet I paid way more because I was in Vegas. And he was like, that bitch like thirty five. I was like, OK, <laughs> never mind. Now. I don't feel too bad about it. Nah, yeah, I, I would have thought of it. Made- much more like another 10 15 dollars yeah added on it or whatever so but yeah have you uh caught any of the olympics um not too much more since last week like i said it's hard for me to find time to sit and watch it but um no yeah no i haven't caught anything (laughs) i mean i'm aware of what has happened but uh i haven't caught too much more i've seen a lot of uh a lot of phelps a lot of a lot of swimming period that's pretty much all I've seen over the course of last week. Just the way my my life schedule has worked out, I always happen to be in front of a TV when swimming is on. So yeah, I uh, I last week I was catching a lot of it, uh, which is more like the gymnastics than like gymnastics, some water polo, random shit. And I caught a little water polo for yeah. a hot minute. And then today I stopped at cigar bar. They uh, the men's basketball was on, so caught a little of that. But for the most part, I just I just rather just hear who won. Like it doesn't totally excite me to watch it like that. So I'm not really into the uh, uh, into the Olympics like that. So I really like watching the gymnastics. So when that's on, I watch it. 
Um, I used to be really into watching the basketball, but to me at this point, it's not even interesting no more. And it's not like because the U.S. is so much better than everybody else now. Like they've been so much better than everybody else. But it's kind of like my general feelings toward the NBA aren't all that great in the first place. So it's kind of like watching them play and demolish some team. I'm not really going to derive any kind of joy from that. I don't really like none of the players on the team. Like I, I just I don't care. So, you know, I'm expecting them to win the gold. They probably will. And then that'll be that. Yeah, I mean, and they, and they always end up winning more than anybody else anyway. So it's not like a a surprise or whatever when this shit happens. Like, oh, they won. It's like it's few things you could count on. The the U.S. winning bunch of goals. You could count on Usain Bolt winning, and those are the certainties of fucking. You know, what I'm saying of the Olympics. Michael Phelps winning and Michael Phelps, right? Yeah, right. How can I forget that? And right. Michael Phelps winning. Like other than that, I mean, it's it's whatever. I don't really, you know, I'm just, you know, I definitely, you know, big ups to all of the women that's been winning like so much shit. Um, and just uh, just to, I guess, moments ago, I guess the uh, United States uh, swept in the hurdles and 100 meters first, second and third. All black women. It's a dope photo, too. This yeah. is dope as hell. Yeah. Um, so that's some pretty cool. Well, I don't know what photo you saw <laughs> I'm over here. Yeah. Yeah, it was dope photo. I mean, it's, it's three but, black women. It just it got to be dope. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> but I saw a photo. I don't know if it's the same one. But what, yeah. what do you think about uh, players having to pay taxes on their? Uh, so players have to pay taxes. <laughs> I made a face, and he immediately knew. Like I got to explain this. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so, what? <laughs> and this is happening forever. But players have to, uh, not players, but I guess athletes. You, athletes. That's yeah, a good word. Athletes. Let's, yeah, try, let's, let's try that one. Athletes have, be to, reading this shit. They have to pay taxes on their medals. How, Sway? Like, <laughs> I, and they're, I think they're, they're winning because you still win some money. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Like, it's like, I mean, and like the low thousands, 20,000, 20, 25, or whatever the case. But they have to pay taxes, but they have to count it as like fucking income. I think that's bullshit, dude. <sighs> I think it's straight. It's it's a winning. You compete it somewhere. Like why would you? Have to, why should you have to pay taxes? Like the U.S. spends so much money on bullshit. Like why would you want them to fucking pay taxes and they're representing the girl country? Like why have to pay taxes? Not like they getting two, three hundred thousand dollars, ten, twenty. I mean, some of these people don't even fucking have. I don't even know. Like the train as an athlete, I couldn't imagine you like keeping a regular job. Like you can't do shit else other than. I mean, these people training for years and shit. I mean, like you know, you clock, you uh, you know, yeah, I was just, you know, I'm a bus driver, and I gotta go to fucking, you know, <laughs> practice for, you know, the the fucking hurdles and shit. Like that shit's dumb. I, I wish, I really wish they'd take that shit away. I just, I don't think that's cool. Yeah, it seems kind of weird. That's weird and fucked up. Um, so, but yeah, um, what if I ask you? So I guess we could just go into it. Um, do we? You want to go into questions? Into it. Uh question we have from email btg btg he didn't send in a voicemail so we don't get to hear his hilarious uh commentary that's some bullshit yeah that's some bullshit dog like this motherfucker got wife and kids and just too busy to fucking send us a fucking voice video and shit speaking of which though um to to baylor and um the games we don't play podcast i would like to have y'all on um i think 
next week is possibly the last time we might be able to record for a while. So it's, it's I mean it's it's a possibility we could squeeze in two more, but next Wednesday might be the last one for a little bit. You um, are, you're out here like delivering babies. And yeah, shit. well, I was, I'm not delivering shit. <laughs> uh, I'm watching the professionals, but um, yeah, man, if y'all can uh, if y'all can fade uh, call in next week, that'd be dope. Uh, we usually record about ten o'clock Eastern, so I guess seven for y'all if any of y'all are free. But um. Yeah, just want to throw that out there. Yeah, we had to tweet them or something to let them know, too. But, yeah, hopefully. Them hoes, them hoes will listen. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, yeah, and, and fuck Chaffee. Um, <laughs> Y'all still beefing on the yeah, uh, TV him. show? Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> uh, so, uh, BTG sent in an email. Uh, as usual, I have not yet read it, so I don't know what he's talking about. So, we'll see. Subject line, it says, music topic. So, I guess right. you're going to be talking about something music related. All right, that's cool. He said, uh, if you could create an album, any genre of music, you could pick any artist and producer, what would be your album cover, how many tracks, the features, and how would you promote it? This is a one-time album release. This could be an instant classic or this could be a t- table coaster <laughs> and give us one single to play on the radio. Damn. Uh, this is pretty intense, Doug. Yeah. Then he gave... He gave his. He said, my album name will be New World Order Volume 1. So we know that he plans on putting more, out more New World Orders. Right, right. Um, and there are going to be sequels. Artists Kendrick, Jadakiss, Nipsey Hussle, of course. Fabulous and Pusha. Producers Daz, Swiss, and whoever does Logic's beats. Features Logic, Red Cafe, Absol, Slaughterhouse, Nas, Game, Big Crit, Bun Beat, Currency. Single would be Kendrick and Jadakiss featuring Nas, Skyscrapers and Palm Trees. I guess that's the name of it. Uh, that's the name of his his the song. So I guess, um, I guess he wants us to essentially be DJ Khaled. Like, make you know, like, what would your album be called? Because he said artists, like, who would be on it? Major like, key. He put artists and then put features. So it sounds to me like like a DJ Khaled type album. Like okay. it's basically every uh, songs about other artists and features and shit like that. So, uh, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the, uh, the bonus of reading the email. <laughs> I, I, just in the natural progression of back and forth, you automatically got to answer first. And then um, it gives me time to think about it, which I don't end up doing. I just puff my cigar and drink my drink and then figure it out on the fly. Like always. <clears throat> Man, so fuck. So I guess if I had to to pick an album, I think oh well, pick artists and so forth. No, no, no. You gotta pick your album title. The album title first. <laughs> All right. Uh, shit. This is not not deeper than I thought. Um, the album title would be. Fuck, I don't know, dog. This is like I, I don't know. I feel like I have to have like a really good answer. Like, uh, okay, so it's funny because I had like nine different raggedy ass album titles that came to mind, which is weird because I would think I wouldn't be able to think of something like that. But so I, I think okay, so my album album title uh would be uh Where's my forty acres on the mule? okay so and so okay i'm, I'm <laughs> oh, in the okay. zone now i'm in the zone okay so that'll be the album title or where's our 40 acres and a mule okay and then 
No, what's the next part? So, who who will be the artist on it? All right, so I think what I and it would be like a live. Oh no, he, I'm sorry. He said how many tracks? Okay, Two. so I'm going twelve tracks. All I right. almost thought ten, but I think twelve would be better. Okay. Um, and so I I would have the Roots playing the music. Okay. The live so I have live band, the Roots playing the music, and as far as artists, I think it would be. Uh, that shit sound like it would be like a uh, like a. Um, it's like an unplug. <laughs> yeah, or like a um, shit. What's that? Uh, for, like a foreign exchange album or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, dog. that's so, how it sound like yours would be. So artists I would have would probably be, uh, Andre three thousand. Okay, all right. Um, can't shit. be big boy. Uh, no, <laughs> he, no, you can't no, get out. No, I, can't, I, I won't be able to get him. <laughs> I won't be able to get both. But I get it. Be Y'all like call my album. Eat a dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Andre three thousand. Uh, I have some some singing by Stevie Wonder on it. Uh, J Cole, um, Eminem. Gotta have Nas. You just can't. I couldn't do an album and not have a Nas if I could have Nas. Absolutely. Um, shit. Uh. If I can get some random tracks from Tupac. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, who's the other artist I think I would put on the album? Just, uh, Snoop. Um, Snoop. Shit. I think so uh, I got a guest feature on a podcast. My man over here, uh, right, dude, two houses down, loud as dude, fuck. Man, he's two doors. What if y'all can hear him? He's two doors down, and he does this every fucking day, every day. Uh, so I had Andre Thousand, J Cole, Stevie Wonder, Snoop, Eminem. Um, let's see. I'm starting to get kind of ready for this. I'm almost ready for my turn. I've had time to think about it. I'm getting excited. <laughs> like I'm actually. I like think a, even though I DJ. got the roots in the, as a as the band, I would probably have Black Thought as well. Yeah, that'd be kind of rude to like. Yeah, just not, not have him that. rap on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, him and I don't know. I, I put one more artist just just to keep it short. Future. Pro, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> you ass. Uh, I'm gonna go with Freeway. Oh. What? Yeah. Okay. Freeway. So what's my next question? Freeway, the place to be. Right. What the fuck that ain't me saying? Um, producers. You mentioned producers and a single. So the producers would end up being. Well, you said you said you would add a roots. Too, I had a roots, but I think you had some kind of music aspect to it, some kind of other instrumental. So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking like maybe Dre or just Blaze. Okay. You know what? Maybe Pharrell. Okay, all right. And a single now? <sighs> now that's going to be the hard one. Uh, I guess a single could be... Um, fuck. I don't know. I think that's just stupid, but the single would be Dark Liquor. <laughs> hey, that's solid. Yeah. Who, hey, who, would be on, who would be on that single? Dark Liquor would be... Uh, well, Black, Black Thought. thought. 
Andre G Thousand. Oh, and Tali Kweli. That would be my that would be my my single. All right. Okay. And with the roots background, just blaze. Yeah, I think we good. Dark I we liquor. Good. I can see Andre like rapping some deep shit where he's like comparing. It's like dark liquor, but he's like talking about dark skinned black women or something like that. Some like <laughs> absolutely some like deep shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So that's that's mine. That's cool. So I guess your genre would be like a mix of like it would still be hip hop, but it would be more like a like a. Almost like a neo soul hip hop yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. I, I go with that. Okay. My shit would be man. My shit would be straight like just bars. Like my shit would be like all lyrics, like all hip hop, like not not even like current type shit, but more like I wouldn't say a 90s sound because I wouldn't want it to be sound sound dated, but I would, it would kind of be like a little bit more of an old school feel to it. Um, definitely, definitely would harken back to the gangster rap era because that's my favorite era. Um, but then again, that's everybody, anybody with any kind of musical sense. taste or something. <laughs> yeah, anybody with any kind of like IQ, that's their favorite era too. Um, let's see, album name. Hmm. I had it and I forgot it already. Um, <laughs> I thought you had like eight albums. I did and I forgot them all. They were all like Detroit based shit, like, uh, like Coney's and Henny or some shit like that. Like it'd be some like Detroit shit. Did um, you, what? Did I say a cover? Oh no, he he did mention a cover, didn't he? So my cover. Would he be, didn't give a cover, so fuck it. Oh okay. No, but uh, what, cool. what would your cover be? It would be uh Joe Louis Fist. I gotta have some kind of Detroit okay. tie. Would you it. say the name of the album's gonna be? No, uh, dark liquor. Where, no, where, the album was where our forty acres. No, oh movie. yeah, 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 yeah. And then I might have to make that. I'm gonna make that. Okay. Yeah. How are you? Get, how do you plan on getting Andre on the album? No, no, no. I'm just gonna make the cover. Okay. Just <laughs> like okay, I was wondering. Like, uh, <laughs> so how would you plan on approaching the roots? Right, right. Like, uh, you know, you know, me and uh, Questlove, we tweet each other every night. Not really. I follow him though. I would hit him up. Like, I photographed you once uh, about ten years ago, and I was wondering if you would produce my whole album and you got to post that picture though just, right yeah, yeah. I post a picture I, see i did then, this one yeah and then go can you now can you guys hope produce my whole album um yeah uh my album title would be something detroit based and it would be based on coney's and fago there you and go Fago. that'd be the name That's of my album title detroit coney's and fago so my album title would be called coney's and fago um so my artist I'm looking for all bars. Like I'm not looking for fucking future or uh, you know any kind of shit like that. I don't care about hype dudes. I want M on my shit, obviously. I want. I would have wanted Kanye on it, but fuck, Kanye just he just gave up on rapping. Yeah, I'm <laughs> he's rapping well. His verse on that Schoolboy Q song is just awful, just awful. Anyway, uh, Eminem would be on it. Um. Nas, obviously. Uh, like you said, J. Cole. Uh, Kendrick, I'd want on there. Um, who else would I want on there? I kind of... Mm, it would depend on how many tracks. Oh, speaking of which, I was supposed to say tracks. Yeah, I was going to say, what's if your track was, number? If Okay, so generally for me, if I'm looking at a solo artist that I really dig, if their album is like 10 tracks, I'm thinking the shit's about to be fire. I, I've, we've mentioned, talked about this before. 
that I'm, I'm a big fan it, of short gonna, tracks. And I'm going to say 10. I don't go with 12, but yeah. I would go with 12 as well just because for a, a, basically a compilation album like that, uh, 10's not really enough. Like, so I'd probably want to go with like somewhere in the 12 to 14 range. Um, So I said M, Nas, J. Cole, Kendrick. Um, I'd love to have Andre as well. Um, shit, I had another name that I forgot. Um, I'm good. At, I'm good with forgetting shit. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, I don't know if I would even want Jay Z on it, dog. See, I thought about Jay Z like, too, and I was like, I, it's hard for me to leave out Jay Z with the project that I would have planned. But at the same time, like I said before, man, to me, Jay Z been mediocre as fuck the past few years. Like what? Al- like, I what, don't know if what, I really want that. So if you had a Jay Z, what album Jay Z would you want? Black album Jay Z, maybe. Yeah, um, like yeah, I can see because I feel like. I wouldn't necessarily want like a uh, reasonable doubt Jay-Z just because I don't know if I wanted that. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like the Black Album was more in the vein of what I would be going for. And I feel like the reasonable doubt shit might be a little too street for it. It sounds weird because I like the street shit, but... I feel like Black Owl would be more in the vein of what I'd be looking for, somewhere around that era. Um, if he could give me Black Album or earlier, then absolutely. Like Blueprint? Which which was... Blueprint was after the Black Album. No, wait, was it before? That, I, I, don't give me the line. Yeah, because like now I'm thinking... like Because there was... Obviously, there was three Blueprints. So... Um... I feel like, yeah, I can't recall. I feel like Blueprint was first. But you would want pre, pre, you say pre-Black if, if Album? Black Thought, I mean Black Thought. If Black Dine, Album, I mean Blueprint uh, was before Black Album. Okay, so Black Album and back then. Um, if he, if if I'm getting that Jay-Z, then absolutely I want Jay on it. Um, I'd like to have... Uh, I like to have Kiss on it. Um, <laughs> you know what? Fuck that. I want the whole locks on it. I want the whole locks on it. So like, yeah, I want like a, I want like a Kendrick J. I thought Cole. that was gonna be the moment when you say Sheik Luch is like underrated or something. Yeah, I want like <laughs> Sheik Luch is underrated. Um, I want like a, a a Kendrick J. Cole kind of like, I guess Andre portion. Then like a a Eminem, um, like how you mentioned if you could go back and get Tupac, I would like to go back and get like a like a Big L something like that in there, um, and then I would want a portion, you know, throw Jay Z in that spot, and then I would want like a a Locks Fabulous DMX kind of portion too. So I think that's kind of like the vein that I would go go with. Sidebar. Ed Lover does a great impression of DMX. Man, that was phenomenal, <laughs> dog. We could talk about that yeah, podcast about that episode All right, yeah. uh, after this. All but right. yeah, but continue. that was a great fucking impression, yeah. dude. That was fucking great. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think those would be um, my, my main artist on it. Features, I would kind of like to get mainly 
a mixture of good supporting lyricists too. So like I think I think Big Sean's underrated. I like to get Big Sean on there as a feature. I like to get Royce on there as a feature. You know, maybe have all that on one track. M Royce, uh, M Royce, Sean, uh, Slaughterhouse, all on one track. Something like that. Um, as much as I love Justin Timberlake, he wouldn't fit in with my album as a feature. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say he got to do some hook or some shit, like some Holy Grail fucking hook, right? <laughs> If I could, if 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 he could come through and drop like, I would love to have an interlude with like a hard ass beat and have like Cassidy come on that bitch and go in. That would be dope. Man, I ain't heard Cassidy's name in many many moons. <laughs> right. Uh. So yeah, I would like to have something like that. And then just for my own personal benefit, I need a Snoop and Dre track. Okay. Okay. Um, producers. The same people you would think of, man. I, I'm not a big Swiss fan, but I would would I want Swiss on my uh, locks and DMX tracks? Yeah, yeah, I'd want Swiss on those. Uh, I want some Dre beats. I would want some. Uh, I would still want some. I would definitely still want to get, highlight Kanye. Um, I would still. I would want. Uh, did I say Just Blaze? You did. Just Blaze. Um. I would like to get mm, Primo. I want Primo to do the Detroit track. So the Primo beat and then like M, the one with M, Slaughterhouse, Royce, Sean, had that be Primo. Um, Primo do the Nas track, obviously. Um, uh, Who else? Who else? I'll leave it at that for now, since I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. Uh, single, 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 single. Uh, so, hmm. Well, who would be on the single? Well, I want the single to be the, probably the Detroit track. So I'm trying to think of what I would want to name it. So the album called Coney's and Fago. Um, what's some Detroit shit I can name, make the single? Uh, random streets. Uh. Okay, single called Better Made. <laughs> That's dope. That's awesome. There we go. That's definitely some some real, real, real Detroit shit. Single called Better Made, and it's the Detroit track with all the Detroit cats and Slaughterhouse. Produced by, what is you know on? what? Fuck that. Put Primo on a Nas track, and we. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have um. The 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 Detroit track gotta have Dilla Dilla for the beat. Gotta yeah. get a Dilla beat for that. Yeah. I, I almost I almost said that on um when I was thinking about random songs, but I didn't. So you definitely got that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 dope. That's up. Yeah. Yeah. Good question, man. I mean, you had me kind of thinking because I had no fucking. I'm not a fucking producer, so it's like I don't know what the fuck. Like, <laughs> but it's funny because he had like it. Uh, Baylor had his whole list of shit. I wonder how long it really took his ass to do that shit. Right. Oh, I didn't <laughs> say a cover. Oh yeah, um, you got a cover. You got to do a cover. Uh, the cover would be. 
The cover would be porn is liquor. Bizarre of D12 with no shirt on, <laughs> sitting on the stoop of St. Andrews, eating a coney with like the chili sauce dripping on his titties, <laughs> drinking a <laughs> drinking a red pop. That's dope. There we go. That's dope. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, good shit. Good shit, baby. And he'd be sitting there in his drawers. He wouldn't even have pants on. He's sitting there in his drawers looking like gross like usual. That's a good shit. Yep. My neighbors are fooling today, dog. It's been like mad cars on the street, loud ass motherfuckers. The neighbor down is two doors down. Yeah, niggas are fooling today. So you mentioned Tupac will be on your shit. So I think that's a good segue to talk about this Ed Lover interview on Combat Jack because Combat told a pretty good Tupac story. Yeah, so uh, Combat Jack, uh, which is one of my favorite podcasts uh, I listen to, although I haven't listened to him in months because he really had he really had no artists that I really really wanted to, wanted to hear. But when I seen Ed Lover, I was like bet because I never known much about Ed Lover. Like I remember him from you, you know Yo MTV raps. I remember him from, you know, uh, what was the fucking movie? Um, uh, Fuck, he said it in the damn thing. Uh, the movie he was, there was a, it, it was a, was it a cab driver or some shit? I think he he was a fucking... uh, He said it in the fucking interview, dog. And he said it multiple times in the fucking interview. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people... And I remember the fucking movie. Who's the man? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Who's the man? There you go. So... But I never really known about him, and I, I honestly can say that I thought I always pictured him just being a corny dude. Like he never really, it never, it was never nothing. Like man, I want to know about Ed Lover, you know, back in the day or whatever. It's just I just you know known him from the OTV raps, and then you know who's the man and so forth. And then you know he was on I think Power One Hundred Five or whatever. But dude, that dude is a real ass nigga, dog. Like he was dope as fuck, and he had his story, his storytelling. Is probably some of the best storytelling that I've heard of like people in the industry. Like, uh, as far as like Combat Jack episodes, that was probably my favorite, only second to like the Ice T episode. If you haven't heard the Ice T episode, by all means, if you got two hours to fucking spare, three, three, it's like, yeah, almost three hours, two and some change, check out the Ice T episode on there. And it's rare that we actually really push other people's podcasts like that. Hey, but man, dog, shit. That shit It's not like we going to lose our handful of listeners. <laughs> yeah, like, they, yeah, they just, yeah, right. All three go go to listen to the Combat Jack. But yeah. But I don't know, like, what. From when you're listening to it, what was the most I don't know surprising thing that you like found out or or just I can tell you immediately the money, D- the yeah. money. Yeah, he yeah. said that when he started with Yo MTV Raps, MTV paid him and Dr. Dre. And for those who I I figure like we have a lot of listeners who probably don't know that era, and I I, I could be making a wrong assumption, but. Like, off the top of my head of our regular listeners, I know, obviously, Mr. Monotone knows this shit. But, like, and I mean, if, if like, Tam is listening, I know she knows that shit. Um, Liquid Slap, he might know that shit. I don't know. But, like, uh, for, I think a lot of our listeners probably aren't really up on that era of, uh, of hip-hop and, and, and the, I guess, the media that surrounded it at that time. But this is not nothing but a G thing, Dr. Dre. This is uh, right. <laughs> it's a different Dr. Dre. Um, a bigger Dr. Dre. A much bigger Dr. Dre. And um, 
he said that they were paid a thousand dollars a week split split so five hundred dollars a piece hosted yo mtv raps in the um in the late 80s early 90s i think it's mostly early 90s then i think at some point once they got their contracts and shit like that going and so forth, they got one up to two hundred and fifty thousand. No, the 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 no. cool part was that he was like, he's like, yeah, we was getting five hundred dollars a week. He's like, didn't they bump us up a little seven fifty a week? Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, he and did. Now, and and to me, like, okay, if you are the host of a major TV show on MTV, you should be making more than seven hundred fifty dollars a week. However, now in two thousand sixteen, in two thousand sixteen. If you get bumped up two hundred fifty dollars a week, that's not to me. That's not a little bump. Like that's that's a lot of money. Right. Two hundred fifty dollars a week extra. That's an extra thousand dollars a but month. Based that's on, no bullshit. Right. But based on what they were doing but, though, but like, based on what they were doing, I guess that's a little bump. But it was just funny for him to be like, "We got a little bump, an extra two fifty a week." I'm like, it's kind of a lot. But anyway, then he said Lee or Cohen rolled up in there and sent them out the room, and I guess negotiated with MTV and came out like, "Yeah, so now y'all getting two hundred fifty thousand dollars a piece." Nick, what? What? Then later he said that while he was uh, DJing for 105.1, Power 105.1, he was getting $800,000 a year. Dude. Man. $800,000 a year? That's just... That's... that's. I mean, I don't know. I just can't fathom that, dude. And what I've been told from uh, quote-unquote sources is that Radio DJs don't make a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they at make. At all. Like, very little. I mean, it, it is crazy because they're the face of that station. Like, they're, I mean, the voice, rather. They're the voice of that station. It's like, for them to not make the money, that just seems crazy to me. Like, here, for us, over the course of the, let's say, 20-plus years... That I've been listening to hip hop on the radio. The Bushman has been on WJLB the entire fucking time. Like that's to, that's really like the only guy we got. Like the Bushman has been that guy. He was an Eight Mile. He's been like the face of like I guess like Detroit radio, radio personalities. Like, yeah. He still got to be old as fuck. He still be like he got in the club doing the like the promotions. Like hey. Bushman, I'll be at wherever on Saturday night doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. He still got to do that shit. Can you imagine if you the Bushman and you making bullshit? Like same same source was telling me that a when a DJ, a unnamed DJ goes on tour with Eminem, he still don't make a lot of money. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, how man, is that though? You're right, house, right? But like, he's the nigga to get everybody going before he comes out, and you don't make the mo- no money. But uh, yeah, so eight hundred thousand that was crazy. Um, that was uh, that part stood out to me, and then his story, his stories about Tupac and Mike Tyson, and his uh, I I thought it was interesting when he ran off. A whole bunch of rappers that all grew up in the same areas together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is there that much greatness in like one, one city? area? Like this, your area code is just it's just like plentiful of like MCs and shit like, like that. Like the legends that grew up in the various boroughs. That's crazy. Together, 
that's that's nuts man. in the eighties. Like, man, what the fuck? So yeah, that that was yeah that was a real interesting interview. Did you want to talk at all about uh any specifics that you enjoyed or about his? Um, his I think his stories about uh, hanging with Tupac was pretty cool. Um, but it was expected. So it let's was, talk about that instead of alluding to it. Let's yeah. actually tell what he was saying. So, um, well, it's pretty much just Tupac just wilding. Like, it, the story about them being tossed out of the fucking casino. Like, I'm picturing... Strip club. Strip club. I'm sorry. They're at the strip club. I'm picturing Tupac dancing on the table, pulling his pants down, fucking <laughs> with the broads, pouring champagne down him and shit, talking shit to him after they, you know what I'm saying, uh... Uh, then toss them out and all that shit. Like I could, all I could see that. Like that's yeah. just totally fucking believable, right? Or whatever. Um, and then uh, I think it was kind of, you know, I, I won't say crazy, but when he's talking about how I guess they, you know, kind of um, had, I guess, misunderstandings and shit after one of their dudes got killed, they got stretched, yeah, yeah. and he wasn't fucking with them no more, or they wasn't fucking with each other really. And then you know, the last time he saw him was like right after that. You know what I'm saying? Shit, just. That's just nuts, man. Uh, you know, I've noticed it's a lot of people who got. Um, I saw Tupac right before he died. Yeah. Stories like everybody was in fucking Vegas. And right, shit. like everybody was in fucking Vegas. Like every, like I've li- just listening to Combat Jack alone. I feel like I've heard two or three people say that they ran into Tupac in the casino that night. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, that's. I mean, I know it was a big fight there. I, was it Tyson fighting there? Was that Tyson? Wait, was it? I'm not sure. I it was. I thought it was some fight there. That they oh, were it there. was. Yeah. I just don't. I'm pretty sure it was Tyson, but I'm not positive. But I think uh, so. Just his uh, story about you know with just hanging with Tupac. But I think the one uh, that kind of was uh, I I keep thinking about was when they were him and uh, so Ed Lover and Tyson was at this Jamaican club and. Tyson didn't feel like driving home. So, like, yeah, just take the Bentley and, you know, I'll just get it whenever. And so the Bentley was at Ed Lover's crib for like a month. And then his one of Tyson's people called, like, yeah, we're going to come, you know, pick it up. So then he sees Tyson, you know, 20 long, years later, you know, however long <laughs> later. And he like, yeah, I, I was going to give you that. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, are you serious? Like, like, do you owe me a Bentley, nigga? Whoever that dude was. But, you know, I guess, I don't know, Tyson probably ain't got nearly the money he had probably then. I don't know what Tyson's doing with his life now, but. Yeah. Oh, you know, another. Hangover movies. uh, Another interesting part about the interview was that uh, um, he said that Hammer was a a Christian rapper. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was interesting. (laughs) I forget what he said. Was it MC Hammer Holy Ghost? uh, It was something something, something weird like that. Something weird like that. Like, oh, that's interesting. That's just tidbits of shit you just. You just don't know and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was uh, pretty cool. But yeah, that was an awesome fucking uh, episode. Uh, like I said, if you want to hear many of the details he talked about that we haven't really put, you know, definitely check out the Combat Jack uh, episode. Um, so question for you. I posted on, on uh, Twitter earlier. And the, the question was, uh, if Tupac and Biggie were alive, who would... Who would be a, a av- who would be the bigger advocate for Black Lives Matter? <laughs> like I knew that I felt like I knew the answer already, but you know I you know was curious just to see like what 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 would you what did you did think? anybody answer? Yeah, a lot of people answered actually. What did they say? Um, did Biggie get any votes? 
<laughs> he actually got a few, and then I got a few neithers. Like, Pac's Who mom the fuck was, said neither? Man, a bunch of folks. But, uh... Okay, well, they can turn back on their young Yachty or whoever the fuck they listening to. So, I'm, I'm, I had to go back through my timeline to see. Uh, but, 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 yeah, probably about 90% of people said, uh, uh, Pac. And then no one said Biggie over Pac. That just didn't happen, which okay. I don't see happening anyway. Um, and then it was other shit like uh, it, some somebody said neither. Uh, Biggie would be on VH1 like Little Scrappy, <laughs> and Pac would be doing uh, straight uh, to D, uh, to Netflix movies. <laughs> uh, Baylor has said something. Wait, where is Baylor's? He said, "Hold on, get to him." Um, do, do, do. Somebody said Tupac would be uh, be making speeches, but jumping people in Vegas. Biggie would be more will wear Black Lives Matter clothing on IG or Instagram. Um, damn, where the fuck is that Baylor comment? Baylor would be like, uh, "My nigga, my nigga, Big would be uh, talking Black Lives Matter at the Jack in the Box drive through." My nigga Tupac. Would be like he would say my nigga like eighteen times. He said something about Biggie somewhere heavy breathing or something. <laughs> it sounded like something he was. Saying. Yeah, it, and, I, and I can't fucking find it, man. I'm pissed. Where the fuck is that? It. Uh, I don't know a whole bunch, but I the neither was just funny though. I was like, really? Well, I want to see. You just weren't paying attention if you think neither. Like, come on. Yeah, dog. the neither was kind of odd. I was like, neither. Like, I still to this day hang on to. A handful of conspiracy theories. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I have a small few. And one of them is that I feel like Tupac may have been gunned down because of where his his political. I guess political leanings were going. He was becoming way more political. And I've always felt that he had the voice, the intelligence, and the articulation to really start a real movement. Like yeah. I feel like if he was alive right now, he'd probably damn near be the face of the movement. Like he he was really tough into that shit. And the older he got, and Grant, he never even got fucking old. I think he died like twenty five or twenty six, right. something like that. Uh, he, nah, man, Tupac would be he'd be that dude. I mean, his mom was a fucking Black Panther. I mean, right, and and. And and it, and it, and I, I guess that's one of the things that I, I always enjoy Pac more than Biggie, just because of his non-music, you know, interviews and things of that nature. And I don't, I'm, I honestly don't see Biggie giving a flying fuck about anything Black Lives Matter. Period. Or no, any people. Biggie period. Would be, he Biggie just probably be on tw Twitter like tweeting about the Waparito or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like I don't. I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't see him, you know what I'm saying? I don't see him being active in any of that at all. Like, that's just, I don't, that's not him. But Pac, you know, somebody, Tupac and D-Raid, like, somebody said, right, somebody <laughs> said it. He would probably, it would definitely be Pac, but they said Pac would probably be talking about uh, black on black violence. <laughs> no. Nope. I feel like these motherfuckers don't even know who the fuck he was. Like, like no. are you sure who I Pac feel like was? Tupac was? I feel like Tupac is in 1995 is the person that we need right now. Right. Like, so uh, the, if he was like, what if he was what we need now, 20 years ago, 
Right. He would be I can't even imagine more. what level he'd be on right now after all the shit that's going on. I feel like he, he was talking about uh there was an interview the, like okay, on the podcast, how many times have I kind of Kanye shrugged whenever police got killed? Oh, like, did you see the interview? Yeah. Yes, he yeah, had yeah, that yeah. one interview where he said the same shit I be saying. He basically Kanye shrugged. He's like, oh, so police got killed? Well. Right, right. Like, and, 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 that and, was 20 fucking years ago. And, and to see his facial expression, like, he was really like, I do not give a fuck about a cop getting killed. Like, and I feel like if Pac didn't get like, killed. What the fuck would he if, say now? If Pac didn't die then, I feel like he would have died because of something related to that probably yeah like he still might have died out of something related that i still i said that's my that's one of my handful of conspiracy theories but i don't feel like that was just some random gang violence or some shit like that i i just can't dog because i feel like he was way too he was getting way too uh political and way too trying to empower black people to keep living yeah i i I definitely say he would definitely been one of them people that would been like a big uh a big figure and 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 that movement like huge in that movement um so since we're on the subject of black lives matter i'm gonna segue to this question we got a few weeks ago and um finally trying to get to it so uh one of our listeners sophia she hit us up uh with a link um for an article about black lives matter and uh, many apologies we didn't ever get to it um we're trash yeah we are we are trash so and I don't recall what her actual question were, but I think it was just our opinion on the article. Um, so there was an article and it was called um, Black Lives Matter Real Agenda. And so there's a, a guy named Roland C. Warren. And basically, you know, he's talking about, you know, how uh, <clears throat> basically if you've been under a fucking rock, you know, if, unless you've been on a rock, you, you know, pretty much you hear Black Lives Matter, you know, with, you know, um, high begun, you know, things of that nature, you know, the whole thing kind of, um, started with Trayvon Martin and, you know, Mike Brown's death and so forth. And so he was talking about how he went on their website and in short, although it started based upon the deaths of Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown, their website and their you say they, you talking about the Black they, Lives Matter movement? The Black Lives Matter movement, okay. yeah. Their website and a lot of stuff they talk about does not include black males. Okay. And a lot of like their rhetoric and things of that nature. Uh, I'm trying to find a part. So you're um, saying it includes black women or white people? Like what, how does it not include black males? Because um, it's mo- mainly been black males. That's been, yeah, but just based, okay, so for instance, he's talking about, so they have like 12, they have like, how many, three, it's like 12 principles that they, uh, that they live by or whatever, I guess, or they go. So, um, there's diversity, restorative justice, unapologetically black, transgender affirming, collective value, globalism, black women, empathy, black families, queer affirming and so forth but there's nothing okay. about black males okay and like their agenda or whatever and basically the article basically is saying like why isn't their the agenda including the black male when it started based on black men dying and shit uh 
Well, you can go ahead. Um. So and yeah, excuse me, because I'm I had parts of this that I wanted to read. Um. But let me just read a few of them so I can get because I think you you're confused as, uh, uh, as yeah, well. Yeah. So unless you've been off the grid for a while, you 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 haven't heard you you have heard a lot about Black Lives Matter. This movement got a lot of press and notable praise and blah blah blah. But I suspect that with most people, including many who have tweeted Black Lives Matter, they haven't visited the website. So basically, it's a lot about the website. Uh, I was shocked as a black man to see that uh, Black Lives Matter boasts. Uh, that it was launched in response to the deaths of black males, most notably Trayvon and Michael Brown. But you expect when you view the website, it will be full of references to helping black men and boys, but you don't. Um, prominent on the Black Lives Matter site, there's a list of 12 guiding principles. These principles serve as the vision statement of the site. Uh, so, so, so go back, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but as you read the principles, you don't find a single reference to black men or boys except for trans brothers. Um, also clear that Black Lives Matter I- ideology seems sees no role for black men, especially not as husbands or fathers. Example, um, we are committed to disrupting the Western prescribed nuclear family structure required by the supporting each other as extended families and villages and so forth. But none of this stuff includes actual black male, black men, black boys, things of that nature. So basically he's saying that the site doesn't promote black men, except for the fact that it started based on two black boys who were killed. Okay. And like, am I, and at my small reading of just the site, I can see what he's saying, but, I don't see that in like the in real time. Like you know, when we talk about Black Lives Matter, it it's mostly about us black males being killed and dying and shit like that. So I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm confused. as like if those those certain things about the site is like that. Why is it like that? Like why why wouldn't one of the twelve points of of all the things I described have black men, black boys, things of that nature. Am I making any sense? Uh yes and no. Uh so read the first few uh points again. Uh diversity, restorative justice, globalism, black women, uh collective value, transgender excuse me, transgender affirming Empathy, queer affirming, black families. Uh, all right, you can you can stop. Yeah. So these all sound like um, general principles for black people to be included. Like it 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 just sounds like inclusion of black people, like equality, diversity, shit like that. Doesn't that include black men? It, well, to I me, think, saying well, something I, for black men, this for black men, that sounds like, okay, so, yes, it's been black men getting killed, but that almost sounds like it, it's excluding other parties other than black men. Like, I, if I were making a Black Lives Matter site, I wouldn't make a whole bunch of shit about black men. It's not black men lives matter. It's it, black lives, period. It's not like but, we're special but I think, to getting killed. But Everybody I think out here fucking getting killed. But I think killed. if you had all of those points... And then you have 
uh, a black women, mm. you would have a black men on well, there as well. Well, because I think almost black men is implied. If you, I think black women almost needs to be explicitly stated because black women are so overlooked. Like I feel like you need to explicitly say black women because it's almost like if just look at the specific situations we've seen. Oh yeah, I, like I, old, I, I, old I, I totally girl from Dearborn. I, I totally agree with you or know in Dearborn, the girl that got killed in yeah, Renisha yeah. or whatever. I, I totally agree with it being it, it should be put on there, but I wonder the fact that. You have black families, black villages, you know, all these other ones. Yeah, I wonder everything. Why, but I just don't. I feel like to 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 keep confusion low. It seems like either you have all of these, and 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 I, I feel like what <laughs> what I'm saying is saying that it shouldn't be one for black women. So it definitely should. And, you know, that definitely should be a focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I kind of understand why why that person would think the way they think based on the site. I see. I, yeah, I and I don't. And it's just because I look at it as like, yes, the actual presence of a dick in these murders makes it so that like, yes, it was black men, but it's not. I don't feel like the Black Lives Matter movement is about men. Like, I mean. It, it has been mostly men that have been gunned down. See, but it's like, I, don't I don't think I don't think it's about. I you don't, don't have think, to single out black men. I don't it's think like the, I don't even think the movement is is like that. I just feel like the site is just weird the way they word a lot of stuff on here. You know what I think? I feel like, and and again, this is so. I haven't read the article. This is solely based on what you have read just now and what you said just now. It feels like to me that the person who has a problem with the site has a problem with the fact that it's including women and transgenders and shit like that and not including black men, it almost sounds like borderline homophobic. You know what? Because if you think of like the faces of the movement, like somebody like D-Ray who was like, he's openly gay, right? Uh, I gay. think so. I don't know if he's yeah, openly gay. I guess, I he's I guess openly he is gay. openly gay. No. Yeah, yeah, I think he's openly yeah. gay. And I think that if you're a gay black man, you are automatically going to also want to empower women and anyone from the LGBT community because they are most often they're still overlooked even though they're still black they're still overlooked in the movement oh, ab- because yeah, it's just like black men are kind of like the I guess the poster child because it's mainly black men getting killed but you don't want black men lives matter and like hey we need to do this for black men because we already know like black men is like it's a given to me. So I feel like they kind of just looked at it as we want to emphasize all black people and we want to emphasize the people who are getting just as much injustice, but aren't getting the attention that the black men are getting like the black LGBT folks or the black women or whatever are in need of that kind of support. Whereas like the black men support is kind of just like inherent in the movement. So I feel like, they feel like they need to either encompass all and also point out these other parties because these parties aren't getting the attention. So it's like, I kind of get it. Like, I feel like, I mean, I get it as in like, I get the sight because I don't see why. I mean, I guess if you want to throw in a point saying, Hey, black man too. But like, I mean, like I, I, I didn't hear that and think like, Hey, where's the black man commentary? Because I just, I don't know. I feel like black men is, just implied in all that because i mean that's just yeah, what it I, is I, I can see the implied and i and i 
and and I think it's also kind of like you're all you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot almost to kind of come out like what about black men? Because it's like okay, it, it, it's like men already have all these kind of advantages in 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 life in general. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. like to, for, to to be a man and kind of be like what about us? You kind of look like okay, man, could you shut the fuck up, dog? Like come on, like obviously you're included. Obviously. Yeah, and I and I think like we don't need to draw attention to you. You get the attention. It's the overlooked parties who are getting just as fucked over, but are getting overlooked because, despite how much we may have progressed in that in that area, the the LGBT folks are still getting shitted on heavily. But they're not getting the attention that a Trayvon Martin or a Mike Brown may get, or a, just a prominent black man who was killed. It, it might get like a black gay person can get fucked over and it will not garner the same kind of immediate media attention as a straight black man just because like people just be shitting on gay folks man like so right. i kind of get it man i think I, to me that his commentary almost feels like some kind of like underlying well i think it, i kind of like it, I why they focusing on gay folks yeah, yeah women and shit yeah like that. and i think and i think it like is borderline misogynistic as i and i scroll back you know reading different parts of him i feel like he feels some kind of way against mm-hmm. you know the movement because he felt like it's not, but I feel like that's just the, the site, like the way he had, the way the site looks to him or whatever, because one, I don't, I think, you know, and I'm, you or myself, you know, are um, in social media, a lot of reading stuff. And this didn't, this hasn't come up as some like major article or something where people are really talking about it. Cause there's like nothing that. to see there. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So obviously it didn't make much noise or whatever, but I kind of see, I kind of see what he's saying, at least about the site, but that's not how the movement is played out. Like in real time, real life, like it's not like that, you know, but yeah, I, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I get it. I, I, I get what you I get what you're saying totally. And I see he he definitely has some some issues, but but Sophie, I hope we kinda answered, you know, the question that that you kinda had or so forth. So, so. is her question just our opinions on the article? <clears throat> well yeah, she sent it to you. I, I never knew what her I, actual I, oh, I never oh. knew what her actual question was. Um I knew it was just maybe what our thoughts on his opinion. Okay, um, well let me uh let me just pull it up real quick. Because now, now that I know where it actually is, I can see. Um, okay, so she has kind of a lot of text. She said, hey, Mike, congrats on the 100th episode. I've been listening since episode one. It makes my week every week you guys record. Sweet. It's helped me to ignore it, ignore annoying coworkers and give me laughs on some of the toughest weeks. Awesome. I don't know if you have time to review this, but have you read this article? Link below and looked at the Black Lives Matter website. I was rather shocked. The police injustice was only a small snippet of their narrative. And they appear to completely ignore or reject the heterosexual male and the family. They talk about mothers and parents, but never fathers on their own, while mothers are spoken of separately. I feel the BLM message has been misunderstood, either on our part or theirs. I don't know. I'll let you form your own opinion on this and weigh in. Take care and congrats again. So, yeah, I mean, I stated my opinion on that. Like, I, I feel like the, the mothers and the... Uh, other more excluded groups kind of deserve that extra shine. I don't feel like people are looking at that shit and going, what about black men? Cause I mean like it's wh- happening when within the course of these several years with this shit happened, black men have been at the forefront. The fucking black men getting killed is 
that's implied. Like, I mean, that's obvious. I do. I do think, though, and and I'm glad you read our question because I didn't I didn't know that part or, one, or some, a couple of parts of that. But I, I feel like it wouldn't have hurt mm. if you talk about uh, mothers and 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 their children. You talk about fathers and children as well, because, you know, absentee father is a, 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 a huge issue in black community, period. So I feel like it wouldn't have hurt to add that in your narrative. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it It's it's. Especially you go when you have it could stand to be you, there, but I'm not when mad you have, that it isn't. You know, when you you have Father's Day and you have you know mothers congratulating themselves mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like it, you know, knowing that you know, I know you and I know you know many other you know uh, fathers who you know are exceptional at being fathers. I feel like that it wouldn't have hurt to have that in in their in the narrative of everything else. Um, but, yeah, and, and then knowing that on my side of things that a lot of this shit pertains to me directly as a mostly black man and uh, and, and as a father, I still don't feel no kind of way about that. I got a question about your mostly black man. Not a question, but a comment about your mostly black man thing. Okay, too. go for it. <laughs> so I was uh, reading this. Uh, one of my uh, a person I follow, they was talking this story about uh, uh, one of her. A late, someone at their office got um, got fired, whatever the case. And so um, it was she's basically the story was she got fired and they escorted her out, but they had to ship all her stuff home or whatever. Okay. So she had like eighteen boxes of shit. Okay. Like of all of her, like oh, she'd been there for like twenty years and she had like all this shit. So then she says. Um, and we was in the conversation was like, why did she get fired and blah blah blah? And she was like, yeah, she been slipping for a while, but she got more grace even because twenty five twenty, and even that goes so far. What does that mean? So you ever heard heard the term or anything reference to twenty five twenty? No, what's that mean? So twenty five twenty is a reference to being a white person. I still don't get it. Like, okay, so wait, how did I? Okay, so <laughs> does this mean that I'm not from the hood anymore? Because I don't, I don't know this term. Like, <laughs> no, I hadn't, I've never. Am I heard now this. from Birmingham? I mean, I you know, know you know, we have like random nicknames for white people. I mean, it could be white people. You know, you know, uh, people. You what's the the color? F F F. Is it F? Is like the color code for white? It's like F F F F. Oh. I think. <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen anybody use that, but that's funny. Really? Yeah, I've seen that a lot. Yeah, I've I don't know what it is, but I know what you're talking about, and that's that's funny. So, oh, oh, so basically, it comes from the 25th letter is Y and the 20th letter is T. <laughs> so, but I've never heard I've that never in heard reference that in to white life. people, Doug. Never. And one of the, uh, the girls who was in the, the thread was like, we've been using this for ages. I'm like, I have what? never heard that, Doug. Never. What? How is this written? Just the, the four numbers, 2520. So it looks like 2520? Yes. Okay. I envision it's 25 slash 20. I don't know why. Yeah, it's but... 2520. That's it. Huh. I've never heard that, Doug. Huh. Never, never seen that in writing. And I don't work with tons of white people, and there's always a few blacks. So I always talk in reference. That to is white an folks. elite fucking code, dude. I'm about is. to use that shit. <laughs> I'm using that shit. Dude, that's elite I as fuck. I've never using that. seen that. Dog. Never seen that. That's 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 like that's that's. I thought just putting YT was elite. Yeah, I was like, like oh, that's pretty dope. 
I thought the white folks. Like Mr. Like, Monotone said YT to me once, and I was like, not YT, but he wrote the letter Y the YT right next to the letters. And it took me a second. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I was like, damn, it's clever as fuck. 2520? That shit's on YT. I mean, I wrote, like, you know, when I say Dwight folks, like, literally the name Dwight and then folks as white folks or, you know, like, or YT, like, he's, like he says, but I've never seen 2520. Hey, I'm adopting that. That's about to be my shit right there. That could be the name of the episode. Episode 102. It'd be all numbers. Episode 102 <laughs> Dude, never seen that at all. So I was curious to see if you had heard that. I've I've been waiting to ask you this shit all day. No, yeah, I never heard of that. And this shit, was like dude. five hours ago. We talked. I was like, man, I can't wait to see if you've heard this shit. Why do you think I would have heard of that? <laughs> he know. should know about white you know, work, No, work. Yeah, <laughs> no. you could. You know, working in an office setting where it's you know primarily your job is primarily white folks. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, I, I thought maybe that was one of those that crossed. Man, your, that's uh, just about to enter my lexicon feet your, first. I figured I wanted to cross your desk. Shut your twenty five twenty ass up. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, and then she was actually like, you know, writing at that job twenty five twenty twenty five twenty. I ain't gonna be making no fucking sense, though. <laughs> dude. That's hilarious. So yeah, I was curious to see if you had heard anything. Nope, but I Any, have not anything like that. So. And I'm using it. All right, next, next up, uh. What do you want to go with? You want to um, go with? Let's talk about rape, baby. No, I'm gonna, I'm um. So yeah, we can. So <laughs> Nate Parker, is it Nate Parker? It is. Okay, I don't know much of the story, but what I do know, Nate Parker, who's uh, responsible for uh, uh, the birth of a nation uh, movie, and. Everybody's been really looking forward to like seeing this shit, you know. And as of recently, uh, an article came about about him being cleared of a rape some years ago. I think he was in college or something. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of like the elite rape school, Penn State. Dog. <laughs> and when I heard Penn State, I was like, man, that's just it's it's too it's too bad to be true. Like, man. Like man, so what? I don't know much of other than there was a a rape that he was apparently cleared of, mm-hmm. and now you know the questions of if he actually really did the shit, uh, how does that affect the movie, his career, and all that so forth. Um, so wh- what's your what's your what was your initial thoughts when you when you heard of this whole thing coming up? Because I've seen a I've seen thoughts from both sides you know you have the one side that's like you know he's if he's a rapist fuck him and then you have the side of well, why this shit coming up now type shit you know so like what well uh okay so i haven't seen if he was a rapist fuck him i've either seen you don't follow women no see no what i saw <laughs> was either what you said about why is this coming up now? And then the complete opposite end of the spectrum is why y'all defending this rapist? I ain't never seen no if he if he did it or not. And the I read one of the court documents and shit, and it ran down like um I guess all the facts of what had happened in this case. And it had a whole lot of shit about Excuse me. Um, 
it was mostly about shit where him and his boy were like using like intimidation factors, like posting up outside old girl's dorm and shit and like dragging like, her name through the mud and like, like extortion type shit. Not extortion. No, no, like like uh intimidation, like just uh being basically being creepy creepy ass motherfuckers, like being outside her dorm and like putting her name out there so people would get at her and like, you know, talk shit about her and like bu- basically like bullying in a sense. And um as far as the case goes, this was a case that he was acquitted however many years ago. It's popping up again now also because I guess either he found out recently or it came out recently that uh, she killed herself in 2012. Oh, word? Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Apparently, she tried to kill herself twice and did and failed. And then she actually did kill herself in 2012. So she did. Oh. And that, I think, was the big thing that kind of made it pop up again. And the thing about it. Aside from the case, because like I don't like to really talk about that shit because um all we know, like rape is such a, a hard thing to prove. And the main part of the case was that she was saying that him and his boy did it while she was knocked out. And then her one of her family members was saying that he got acquitted on a technicality. And the technicality was apparently that she was not unconscious. So he's saying that it was consensual. And then it came out that she was, I guess it came out that she was not unconscious. Or that's the reason that he was acquitted was that she wasn't unconscious. Whatever the case may be. I don't want to get into the legal stuff because like, I don't know the details of the case like that. And, And nobody can really know what actually happened in this room per se. Right. Or wherever it happened at. Nobody can actually know what happened to say he was wrong or whatever, whatever the case may be. What bothers me and what will continue to bother me is that rape is one of those topics where you can't, you just can't really discuss it because it's one of the, you know, being a man, you have so many privileges in life. Like, I I fully understand that women get the short end of the stick in most cases. Like, men get the benefit of the doubt or get some sort of privilege or whatever in life in general. And it's hard to be a woman. So, I get that. But one of the main, shit, probably one of the only problems about being a man is that when it comes to rape situations, you are fucked either way. Once you accuse the rape, you are done. And it don't fucking matter if you did it or not. Like, once you accuse the rape, either you did it or you didn't do it, but everybody thinks you did it. And if somebody defends you or says, hey, can we prove whether or not this guy did it? Then all of a sudden that person is like a rape defender. You you say prove it and people go nuts. Exactly. And granted, it's one of those things where if there is no physical proof being that you know there are you know there are no i don't know vagina tears or (laughs) any for you know what i'm saying anything that's like you could physically look at and say all right you know that is rape or whatever you know and i hate it because I, i i hate it because even though 
there's a, a such a small percentage of women who actually falsely accuse, it still fucking happens. And for that small percentage that are falsely accused and it that happens, but no one you still guilty. No matter fucking what, you know, and you kind of you 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 want to hope you know that man he didn't do this shit or you know people you know, who are ill accused you know didn't but it's it's not in some instances say for a person who didn't do it it's not fair to them like you know you're rape is one of the few things that happens where you're guilty and have to prove yourself innocent. Versus you're innocent. Let's see if you're actually guilty. Once you're accused, you did it. No matter fucking what, you know. So I don't know. I I I don't like to even. I, I'm kind, I'm kind of with you. I don't even. I don't even like to read about those things. I I I feel like it's so fucked up. You know, if he did fuck, if he did rape her, it's like, dog, that's real crazy and shit. You know, it's real fucked up and whatever technicalities you know happen and shit. You know he got off on some shit and he probably shouldn't have. What if he didn't though? It's like now it don't matter what happened. He's a rapist. And that, and that is what our, the meat of what I really wanted to get into because like pause, because like, I don't understand why questioning a rape is so frowned upon. And it's, it's like, to- I it's get totally the idea. Frowned. I get the idea of like, uh, when we question it, that's what makes women not want to step forward. But at the same time, you can't just fucking throw a man under the jail because some some because a woman just says it. Like, like it, you could really turn around and like say this chick willingly let him and his boy fuck, and it was just like, and eh, you know what, fuck that. I was unconscious and they raped me. Now if somebody goes. Uh, hey, do we really know if this guy raped her or not? Then all of a sudden you're like you're like some kind of rape supporter or some shit. Like you're like pro rape or something. It's like, hey, I'm not pro rape. I'm just saying like, hey, can we actually like give a guy a fair trial before we condemn him as a fucking rapist? Was like I the mean, worst fucking thing that you could condemn somebody like if, as being right? Because if he is in fact the fucking rapist, he gets whatever he fucking deserves. And you know, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, any woman, any male, any person at all. But if he's not, you know, I always think back to the story of the, the, the high school football player who was accused and he lost the chance of, you know, going to college and potentially, you know, playing in the NFL and all this shit. And it comes back that, you know, she lied about the shit. And now it's like he lost whatever potential he had to do whatever he did. And I and I and I get that, you know, that's like the small percentage, you know, that shit doesn't, you know, for the most part, people that actually raped actually do. But for that small that percentage of people who might be actually fucking innocent, it, they don't get a a fair shake at all at that shit. And like he, if he did the shit, well, okay. So all we know for sure is that he was accused of rape and he was acquitted. That's all we fucking know for sure. So how is there? There's so many people online that are like. I'm not going to see this movie no more. I'm not going to support this movie, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I get that if he's like a convicted rapist. And, but all that we know is that he was acquitted, which means that he's not a convicted rapist. So 
you are essentially boycotting him on an accusation that and like I said, at the same time, it's like I get the idea of uh, women feeling like they can't come forward because the guy get away with it. But it also at the same time, we're talking about a black man in the 90s accused of rape. It's not like there's some conspiracy to like let black guys free. It's like the complete fucking opposite. It's not like he got off because it was like, hey, this guy's a celebrity or hey, let's let this guy off because he's like a white fucking swimmer or some shit so he's a fucking black guy like regular fucking black guy there's no conspiracy to get him off (laughs) no pun intended but um let me read this post right so it's kind of long i'll probably skip over parts of it as i'm I'm reading but um this post made me kind of want is what made me want to talk about it so it says severely disappointed with Nate Parker and that other bitch nigga. I'm, I'm just going to read it unedited. I don't really care. I finally caught up what's going on. I read the civil complaint and the media articles. Here are my thoughts. Uh, one, no nigga, this is not a, this is not peculiar timing. It's not a conspiracy to tear a positive black man down. Shut the fuck up. Rape is rape is rape is rape is rape. It doesn't fucking matter when, when the news comes out. Also, the shit wasn't hitting. No one just bothered to look for it until Nate Parker became a famous enough name. That's how fame works. Two, while one can try to applaud Nate trying to jump ahead of it with this emotional statement that offered no apology and sit around him being a man of God, it reeked of insincerity and deceit. You didn't know she eventually successfully killed herself after she tried to kill herself twice in the two years after you assisted in ruining her life. Uh, Something about Penn State. And then all of your ignorant responses that are so quick to defend Nate Parker is the main reason why abused and battered women are afraid to speak up and out. They have to go home. They have to go to home, work, school, and be beaten or raped already. Why would they want to speak out against it and have to be beaten the fuck up again by people who don't have any fucking business in their affairs? You people are fucking disgusting. You share a huge chunk of the responsibility in their continued torment and sometimes loss of life. I can't morally lend my support to do do your own research, but do not belittle a rape victim. You're no better than the fucking rapist at that point. That post is. Essentially saying, I read all of this stuff and Nate Parker is a rapist. Yeah. I didn't read a stitch of evidence that said Nate Parker is a rapist. I read a lot of accusations. But that, and see, and I'm that not was... to say that he didn't rape her. He very well may have. I don't fucking know. And the point of it is that I don't fucking know. And I don't like the idea of me going, hey, um, I don't know if rape, Nate Parker raped this chick. Yes, she accused him of raping her, raping her, but I don't know if Nate Parker raped this chick. I don't like the idea of that making me some kind of rape defender, especially because that's the, like to me, that's the worst thing that you could accuse somebody of. So if you're going to throw somebody under the jail for rape, we need to at least we can't just say, hey, this girl accused you of rape. You're going to prison. That's not how anything works. That's not how shit works. Like, so I don't understand why. Saying, hey, let's uh think about any option other than he may not have raped her. Because what if that was a man who wrote that post? What if a girl accused you of rape and your boys was like, hey man, like I don't think he did that shit, dog. Like, uh, can we, you know, question her, man? Make sure, you know, she's trying to get my man thrown under the jail, dog. Like, make sure that, you know, you know, let's let's do our research and make sure that he actually deserves to be convicted of rape. He wouldn't be sitting there like, oh, don't accuse me. Don't don't free me. Throw me under the jail. Like, I'm a fucking rapist. Like, 
that's not how it works. Like, I don't understand why you can't treat this shit as any other legal situation where you say, hey, let's uh, actually research the shit. How can you read this little bitty bit of evidence and be like, well, Nate Parker's a rapist. Fuck the movie. Like, he wasn't even convicted. And there's been guys that can convicted of shit they didn't do all the fucking time, especially black guys. Do you, and he wasn't convicted. Do you think that... I feel like a black guy would be more likely to get convicted of that shit. And right. he wasn't fucking convicted. And I'm not saying he didn't do it, but the fact that I even gotta, like, throw these disclaimers out every five seconds... It makes me feel like if I say, like, hey, let's make sure Nate Parker didn't actually rape this chick, they're all of a sudden everybody's like, that's why women can't come forward. Like, it's not women can't come forward. It's like, hey, if you come forward rape, like, yes, that's fucked up for you, but you also got – you can't just come forward that shit frivolously because there's no there's no proof other than word of mouth. Like, the, literally the idea of I was unconscious and they raped me, that is complete fucking hearsay. Like, there's no way we can prove that whether or not you are awake or not. Like, we just can't. So, like, why, if a woman says, I was asleep and they fucked me, that we can't go, okay, can you give us a little bit more? Like, you can't you can't throw somebody into jail because somebody said, I was asleep and he fucked me. Like, you can't fucking do that. Like, why are you defending the idea of doing that? Like, can we at least clarify? Like, hey, you know... What was some time? Can we at least talk about it? Like, we can't even fucking talk about it. Nah. So do you think that Nate Parker would have been, it would have been better for him if he was actually convicted, did his time, came back, did a movie, and it was accepted that he's... No, he'd be fucked. <laughs> no, if he was convicted, <laughs> he'd be fucked. No, that's, that's it. No, he's, he's convicted, he's fucked. But I think that I think that he got acquitted however many years ago. And I feel like right now, given the information that we know as the public, all we know is that he was accused and he wasn't convicted. That's all we fucking know. And what's crazy is that he was accused and not convicted, but yet he's he's treated like he he actually did it, though. Like, I've seen so many things saying that, you know, just because he was acquitted doesn't mean he actually didn't do it. So it's like, he can't, he will never win. All, all he can hope is that enough shit happens that will overlook, excuse me, overlook that and he can move on at some point. And this is going on, this is going on the presence that he didn't do it. Like, you could just hope that, you know, if he can hope that enough bullshit happens in the world maybe Trump becomes president and they will forget about, you know, that or whatever. Now, I think if the, if she was actually alive, he would probably definitely be fucked. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I just think like, it's a, it's a real weird, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, dynamic on how, how, justice and perception works with that yeah i just all i want to the only point i really want to make is that i think it's okay to not know and that's really all it is you don't have to read an accusation that says hey this guy raped this chick and then go he's a piece of shit rapist or and, and or just or you're like a rape supporter 
Like, I, I don't, I, there's, why is there no gray area? Why is there, I don't know. Maybe he didn't do it. Maybe he did. Let's do some research. Let's get some evidence. Whatever. Why do you have to, why in this case do you have to snap the judgment and the judgment be, if the if if you snap the judgment and your judgment isn't he's a piece of shit rapist, then somehow you're wrong. When you have nothing to go off of, you don't even have a conviction. A conviction, like it's not like he was convicted and you like he's a piece of shit rapist. Even then, you could go like, well, maybe he was convicted, he didn't do it. But at least even at that point, at least you have a conviction. You have a leg to stand on. You like, well, he's convicted of rape. Legal system works. He probably did it. Whatever they heard in the court. Must have been enough to convince them that he did it. So he fucking did it. He's a fucking rapist. If you go with that, fine. I, I'm, I'm, hey, whatever. But to be so sure that he's a rapist when he did it, when this situation happened however many years ago and he got acquitted, and you are still sure that he's a rapist because you heard about this story yesterday, like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, it, it to me, it, it reeks of like, I just want to say some shit that's going to make women be on my dick. Cause like it, it, you have no real reason to be so sure that he raped somebody. Cause there's no evidence to support that. All there is, is her saying he raped me. And granted, there are probably a ton of women who got raped and that's all they got to go on is saying, Hey man, he raped me. I don't got no fucking proof. It fucking happened. And that's fucked up. But at the same time, you can't throw somebody under the jail on that either. And you can't throw somebody under the fucking jail of public perception for that reason either. Like he, like I said, we just don't know, man. He might not have did that I shit. Mean, I mean, I, 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 if, if he did that shit, man, I, I wish the worst shit to come to him. Um, but if he didn't, I, I hope to God that, you know. And we don't know. And you don't know. We don't know. So. so how can you be so confident in your fuck Nate Parker? Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. And I don't like the fact that we can't talk about it, that we can't discuss it. We can't say, well, what evidence do you like? You can't even say, like, well, what evidence do you have? Because it was like, why are you defending her? Why are you questioning her? This is why women don't come forward. Like, OK, all I did was ask, how do you know this man did deserve did something deserving of having his life ruined? How do you know he did it? I mean, that's one of those things where, like, you when, can't even when, ask that question. Like, in the midst of all of the Cosby stuff, and you had people, you know, I mean, the, the question of, well, how do you know that he, you know, and then you had, like, all of these women, all of these stories and stuff, and you like, yeah, Bill Cosby is a fucking rapist. And then like, you also <laughs> had Bill Cosby, like, well, we used to slip bitches drinks back right. in the day. Like, and he said this <laughs> shit. So and then you like, yeah, he's a fucking rapist. But in this one, you just don't know. And so, I mean, unfortunately, the girls did. Unfortunately, you know, there's there is not much to go on. I used to put the pills in the pudding and I used to fuck. <laughs> like I mean that's hey. Dude, and going back to Ed Lover, he did a every impression he did, he was spot on. Yeah. Everyone. He did an impression of Cosby and he was spot the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, that's that. Um, what time is it? Uh we make a fit depending on what we talk about. Fit something else in. Um, all right, our last topic before we uh, close out shop will be uh, Mister uh, Racism is over. Cam Newton. <laughs> so Cam Newton, the quarterback of the uh, Carolina Panthers, did a interview. Rec- 
I think it was recent. It had to be recent. I don't know. It, otherwise, why is it even talked about? Um, where he alluded to our nation um, being past racism. Um, what do you? Well, I know what you think. Well, but you can tell <laughs> us what you think. Like, what? What? Why would you think a guy of his stature would say something like that? I feel like he probably has a uh, an agent. He probably has like a PR person. He probably has like uh, some, you know, maybe like the owner of the Carolina Panthers or whoever who is who basically was like, "Don't be out here talking shit about white people," and. <laughs> And he just did that shit because I can't understand why he would say some shit like that. And what bothers me the most about it is the fact that Cam Newton got dragged like a motherfucker by the media around the time of the Super Bowl and prior for like his, you know, he would do his little dance in the end zone. And you got mad white folks and fucking media like, oh, this guy has no fucking class. He's all here taunting and doing all this shit. And then you got black people coming in his defense like, well, Cam Newton gives some shit like he gives the ball to like some kid with cancer after every game. Like, I'm not making that up. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he gives a ball. You know, he does all these fucking charity shits. You know, he does all kinds of shit for the community. Like people were defending him like a motherfucker, man. And then he did his little uh, raggedy ass interview after the Super Bowl. And again, black people defended him. dog. like, hey, man, that man has lost a big game, blah, blah, blah. Like. He shouldn't have to sit there and, uh, you know, be cool with the media. And then it came out later that, like, there was somebody on the other side of the curtain talking shit. And he yeah, was well, like, you know, he just dipped out. And, again, black people defended him. And, like, so it stings extra to come to the aid of somebody who was being slandered like that. And then to have them come out like, yeah, I don't really think racism is weird. We passed that. Like, dude, what the fuck, man? I, just, I, just, I, I don't see... Even, you know, I, I seen someone post, you know, some questions like, you know, what what should you really expect from Cam Newton? You know, should he be a spokesperson for, you know, racism in America and black folks? And I don't think it takes much to, to acknowledge that racism still exists. Like, you don't have to do a fucking billboard, you know what I'm saying, to say, you know what I'm saying, our nations are still racist as fuck. But to, to totally to totally throw it away to say that it's not we're over that like nigga when like when did that happen because i i don't i don't see that dog like you know and granted i don't have a lot to 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 lose by me saying you know racism still exists but i i feel like to acknowledge that it's still there not going into detail about it like you can still do that as a as a famous fucking person like you have tons of people who do that, who make just as fucking much money and says that racism still exists. You know, like to that just I just being he caught so much and, and this is kind of piggyback on what you were saying. He caught so much flack for being black and black people supported him to say that we're over that. Like, nigga, when? Like, when did that fucking happen? That didn't happen, dog. That didn't happen. Yeah. And ain't nobody asking him to be fucking the fucking face of the Black Lives no, Matter right, movement. Right. I was like, you nobody, could just not say nobody, shit like that. Nobody's telling you to put fucking, you know, uh, hashtags on your fucking jersey and, you know what I'm saying, you know, fucking go to Ferguson every now and then. Nobody said that. All I'm saying, my thing is, and or I think a lot of people, like, 
to say that we're we're over there as a nation, nigga. Are you serious? Like nobody's asking you to be. I feel like my nigga count is like at thirty five right now. It's um, never fucking with mine. Um, nah, um it's probably not. Um, you know, a lot, side note: a lot of times we do this podcast, I take into account the fact that we're now at like what one hundred two, right? We've been doing this for over two years. When we first started doing this shit. It was fucking nobody listening, dude. Right. Nobody. Now there's a actual sizable group of white folks who listen to this shit, and, and, and yeah. I still feel kind of weird saying it. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I, at I the do, same I, time, I get in a moment, and I just feel like you know, if you if you like and enjoy our show, res, just respect the fact that I'm just going to be me. Yeah. And. I don't mean, you know, no disrespect or any kind of harm or anything. You know, I'm trying shit. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, some things just still come out. Um, yeah, I don't want to make nobody uncomfortable. But at the same time, it's like, man, look, I wouldn't be. I, I feel like I, would, I, I don't want to be disingenuous. I don't want to be fake. I don't want to be, you know, any other person, you know, but I, exactly. I do. Because that's, that's why they hear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, for the realness of, of, of us. And I don't want to, but I do, it do play in the back of my head. Like, Me you too. know, there are other people. Yeah, other I keep it in my, mind, but yeah. I'm not going to like, the main, the the number one reason that I wanted to do a podcast was to be able to say how I really feel and to talk about shit. Isn't that like in our tagline of our probably. Twitter page? Probably. Or, or our, our uh, SoundCloud? Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah, and it's but, like, cause I just want, I, I, I want to say how I really feel and I'm not going to talk about, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm not going to talk about white people having dirty feet. Like, I'm not going to not talk about that. Cause that's why I started the fucking podcast. So I could say shit like that. Like I saw a chick at work a few years ago who was walking around the office barefoot and she leaned on something and put her feet up and bottom of her feet was black. And I'm like, yeah, well you walk around this dirty ass carpet. Like everybody walk on this carpet, they shoes on and you walk around barefoot. Like why are y'all so comfortable walking around with no shoes and socks on and your feet dirty as fuck? Why are you comfortable with that? Like, I'm just going to talk about it. I don't give a fuck. Right. And I mean, so like, I'm, if I say nigga every now and hey, then, look, Hey, if people can fucking listen to fucking, uh, hood ass, random ass tax tone every fucking week and his fucking random shenanigans and everybody else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. So I don't know. I, I think cam is delusional as fuck. And it's like, cam has, it's almost like the, like, it's almost like the OJ effect. Like you, you know, watch like the, the thirty for thirty of OJ, and you realize how much OJ didn't give a fuck about black people. He it almost like he didn't want to be black, <laughs> and it's like, are you being that person? Like you know, like I, he he's had undivided black support for so fucking long in the entire career, and although a lot of people you know uh, knocked him for his uh his super bowl loss and his reactions and all that shit like i don't care to give a fuck who you are most people are not built to fucking take losing fucking gracious like that shit just doesn't happen you know what i'm saying fucking it wasn't what was a few years ago when fucking lebron fucking left the uh fucking finals without shaking hands and all the other crazy shit like people don't people aren't built to take losing gracefully so lose. pistons did it who the pistons well yeah they but they are a special breed i mean yeah know. i'm just saying like the pistons did it what i'm saying i mean and i'm saying for the most part you know there are i think 
there are people can who can do it. But I don't think in general people are like built to like take great losing gracefully. But that's besides the point. I meant the um, Pistons did it walking off without shaking hands. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Not well, losing gracefully. No, they don't lose great. They don't lose gracefully at all. Which year was that one? No, this was the uh, ninety one ninety nineteen ninety one Pistons. I think. No, after no. they lost to Chicago. Okay. But yeah, that's so gracefully losing is just that. Yeah, that shit doesn't. I mean, it they still ain't lived that down. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, still get shit about that. But that's just you know. So whatever. I mean, but he's had the support of us for so long, and to to say that we're over racist nation, I think it's a uh, uh, a slap in the face to the many of black folks that that die every day because of racism who who you know can't get pulled over without being fucking killed who who are denied loans because of being black and being poor to you know all these other things and to say that we're beyond that that just it just seems like it's a slap in the face to many of blacks and minorities and things like that who struggle every day with different racial responses to shit that you know shouldn't happen so that that nigga's the most in, delusional ass that i've ever seen and i just that was like four days ago i felt like if that's how he really feels which is weird but it's like at that point you haven't released nothing to even like hey my bad i was tripping uh i didn't mean that you know what i'm saying like i don't know man i i, I I say I can't fuck with him, but you know he was my keeper in my fantasy league, so he, <laughs> he gonna score them points. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't I don't I'm not feeling him at all. Um, and I, I feel like that was just fucked up. Yeah, he 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 doesn't need to be like the face of the movement, but at the same time, he could just be like, hey, um, I don't think that I suffer from any kind of racial prejudice, and we might call bullshit, but he could have stopped there and been fine. But saying yeah. that I, I think we're past racism as a country, given all the shit that he dealt with and all the ways in which we defended him. Kind of one of those things, but you know what? Can you cut that part out of the interview like that? I didn't really, you know. And that's just like what Richard Sherman said. You know, he pushes the whole all lives matter rhetoric. And I was so like pro Richard Sherman, especially when he gave Skip Bayless the business on that fucking interview of just, you know, being intelligent and smart guy and things of that nature. And then when he had that whole, you know, he had this whole spill on the whole all lives matter thing. And I was just like, dude, you're just out of touch with our people. Do you think that's how they really feel? Or do you think there's somebody in their ear telling them to say that shit? Well, I think a lot of it, like, I don't want to fuck up my endorsement. I think a lot of it is people not fucking up their money. So I think, you know, you got people in your ear. I think got the wrong people in the ear, but I think I definitely is. There's a, that added thing of people like, you know, don't go against the, the, the white folks just paying your check. You know what I'm saying? Like, but man, I don't know, man. I, I feel like you can, you should be able to, you know, have those, those views and still be good. I don't, I don't see any, you, did you see anybody fucking, you know, uh, barred from the league from wearing I can't breathe shirts or you know what I'm saying shit like that. You yeah, know what LeBron, I mean? Melo, and Wade all went up on stage and yeah said all that shit and they're well, fine. But even before so is that, last, an, yeah. is that an NFL thing? Because that that could be what it is. Because you look at you got LeBron, Wade, Melo, they're on stage talking about you know Black Lives Matter type shit and they smooth. But then you got Richard Sherman and Cam Newton acting like shit's 
acting like shit sweet out here. Well, yeah. You I, think that might be an NFL thing? Like, I, you uh, know what? Te- I think it is. Because because technically I, due to commissioner, I right? think it is because uh, I want to say, uh, what's the, the Green Bay's quarterback? Um, Aaron Rodgers? I think he had a, something recently about saying how he felt that, you know, in a, NFL players were more censored when it came to certain things versus like NBA players and things that like that. That kind of makes sense. That could be though. That could be. It, that could be what it is because I feel like the they got no reason to say no shit like that. You don't have to jump out there and defend uh, I don't want to say defend racism but act like it don't exist which is still like a complicit way of fucking defending it. Like you don't have to jump out there and say that. You could have stopped that. I don't think that's what is factoring into my criticisms like you could just stop there you don't have to jump out and say some all lives matter shit or uh you know we're past racism that's some extra shit and to me that makes to me that feels like there's some white person with money in their ear to sign their checks some shit to saying like hey you better not be out here saying no bullshit about us i mean and that because, might be some nfl shit yeah. we know adam silver real as fuck like Adam Silver's not gonna be out here telling NBA players they can't say no shit like that. Adam Silver's like the fucking goat commissioner to me. <laughs> I fucking love Adam Silver. Yeah, he's definitely he. His first month of being an NBA commissioner, I felt like he did more for just the people of just in period than David Stern that did his whole you know entire career as a you know fucking commissioner. You know, so so Tagliabue is the commissioner still. Of who? Uh, NFL. Uh, or somebody else. I, yeah, I think so. I think so. I never knew the pronunciation of that until you Paul said Tagliabue. It. Always, you know, the thing is, I've always seen his name in print, but never really seen actually hear anybody talk about him. Well, there you go. That's yeah. definitely that's definitely the name. I'm just making sure that it hasn't changed recently. No, that's that's it. That's it. But yeah, so yeah, I I don't know. I I, I think it could be an NFL thing because I felt I and you and you know. Oh just, shit, we're dumb. It's Roger Goodell now. Who's that Paul Tech? So what he's the he commissioner do? before that. And I knew it must have changed. And, and you know, I was thinking like maybe he's yeah, Goodell's been there forever. Like I don't it's know. been Goodell for a while. So when has he been? So I'm glad I. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I made that change before we stopped. Cause yeah, it's been Goodell. Yeah, for it's been Goodell, and, I, and then, I'm like, yeah, they, I'm like, I ain't drank that much. Um, Let me see if I can look it up. Uh, you can keep talking. I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I wonder if it is an NFL thing. But you know, to even I don't know. I, damn. I, I just think. <laughs> uh, yeah, it must have been. It must have been way back. Up. It must have been way back. Yeah. yeah, it's been Goodell since 2006. <laughs> Paul Tagliabue was 89 to 2006. Does he know, I'm he, over here signing the commissioner does, does, since for 10 years. Does he, it's like the, like the, does, does it Paul Tagliabue? It's been Paul Tagliabue for 10 years. Does he have any other role <laughs> or something? Is he still alive? It's like why? Why I'm did sure how did that alive. name come up? I'm sure he's still alive. But I'm, man, I'm so fucking out of like out of it. Like man, how am I? I'm not citing the commissioner from 10 years ago. Yeah, but I yeah, I, and I should have known as Roger Goodell. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, and I said that. I, I said it to myself. Like, I, I should know that. That's, that's well, crazy. I knew it was Roger Goodell, but I didn't realize how off I was when saying Tagliabue. But anyway, yeah, maybe that's some Roger Goodell shit. And Roger Goodell been kind of fuck shit for that for most of his tenure anyway. So yeah, I I I don't I don't know, man. But I just I don't see you mentioning that. You know, like you say. 
racism didn't play a part with me without saying racism is over as a nation. Like, nigga, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I just don't. I don't see any way that I can support any of those guys anymore. Like, shit is way too fucked up right now to have guys coming out here and trying to like sugarcoat shit and and basically just flat out lie. And with, and with the NFL being, I mean, I'm sorry, with the NBA being, you know, a little bit more, I guess I would say lenient or you know, open with that, you know, progressive, progressive, <laughs> whatever the case, you know, I I I'm I'm still like confused like with LeBron and his whole non-knowledge of, of Tamir Rice like motherfucker that's the city you play for you you can't tell me you don't know about that you know what I'm saying like that 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 was still one of the most shadiest shits I've ever I've seen of like I don't know enough about it like motherfucker just you just pick up a fucking paper Okay, look on. Just pick up your. Just do I a. I say, pick up your own fucking iPhone, nigga. Come How about on. your own local paper? Shit, that's not even a national thing for you. That's local. Mm-hmm. Granted, you might not live actually in fucking Cleveland, but you play for the fucking team. Right. You play for the team for that fucking city. You can't tell me that you don't know enough about it. You can't. Uh, you and, and it was crazy that he has young kids, like similar age of of, of Tamir Rice. Right. Like. If anything, that should jump out of you. It's like, man, my kids are that fucking age. My kid could be over there, one of their random friend house with a fucking play gun, and a fucking cops come and mow his ass over. Like, dude, really? And you never wish that on anybody. But just like, dog, that shit to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, that, you just can't not know about shit like that. But uh, I don't know. I I, I still get angry talking, um, thinking about that shit. So, yeah. yeah. What, what what time we at? Uh, we are at hour fifty three minutes, oh, and shit. it is eleven fifty eight. Yeah. So are we in? Um, yeah. We I think next week we uh we could cover spoilers next week because it's still valid. And, yeah, it's uh, always valid. Still want to talk about that. So, um, we will talk about that next week. Uh, yeah. And I guess we in on that note. Um, as always, uh, you got anything else? No, I only had the spoilers thing, so we we yeah, saving that. I'm yeah, we definitely uh, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, as always, you can always find our uh, our tweets um, on Twitter, uh, What Up Though Podcast, um, our Facebook page, What Up Though Podcast, our individual podcast, uh, individual podcast, individual Twitter pages. Mine is uh, Blame Otis. His is Michael underscore Aaron. And uh, if you have any questions, you can email us at What Up Though Podcast at Gmail, or you can tweet us. Uh, Leave voicemails, text messages, actual emails, uh, all that shit. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys text next messages. week. Or you know, people asking us, "Hey, what's your no, numbers no. then?" <laughs> you know what? I thought of you know, and I'm I'm still considering that. So at the end of uh, the Combat Jack show, they play these uh, voicemails. Of people calling in at like giving their like critiques about the show and shit like that. And so I've been really thinking about trying to do that. It'd be an easy way to get voicemails. Like I think the thing is to like make it easy as possible for people to communicate with us. Although Yeah, I, I truth be told, I don't have any problem giving out my phone number if somebody wanted to like text us or something like that or text me I, or something like that. I would rather but don't fucking call me. Yes. Yeah, like if you call me with voicemail, I'll be mad as fuck. 
Like I fucking hate phone calls. No, so like I want to. Nah, I want to do a number that's that's uh, like a generic like Google that's, phone number. Yeah, for shit. for the podcast, right? Just leave a message, and so we, we got a couple of things you we uh we're we're thinking about doing for the uh, podcast. I want to the one thing I want to do is that you know I want to post sound bites of uh, of stuff for the uh on our uh, Twitter page and stuff. So. I'm kind of working out the kinks for that one. That's uh, probably the next couple of weeks, but probably not until maybe October. Uh, once uh, Mike goes on uh, maternity leave after, <laughs> after he has his baby. Why does it have to be maternity leave though? But it is maternity leave, isn't it? Paternity leave. But paternity leave. I'm sorry, not maternity <laughs> leave. Paternity leave. Well, I gotta me. be a woman, dog. <laughs> I, I fucked that up terribly. That's cool. That's I, cool. I think the uh, the liquor actually hit me. So you know, real quick. Um, so I had to thank Liquid Slat for this one, um, but he introduced me to uh, Sailor Jerry Spice Rum. Uh, this is actually pretty good, and it's relatively. It's not Kessler cheap, but it's uh, <laughs> nothing's Kessler cheap. Nothing's Kessler cheap. <laughs> but uh, Sailor Jerry is uh, ninety two proof podcasters, and it's a. Uh, Twenty bucks for the fifth. Cool. So it's not bad at all. Uh, Mike decided to just drink um, Crown Apple, and then he randomly finds. Yeah, a random- I, I was like, I brought a half <laughs> pint of Crown Apple, and I was like, I'll fuck with the the other shit too. And then I like randomly discovered an additional half pint of Crown Apple like, in my who bag. Just, who just finds a random half yeah, pint? Yeah, I, I was I was blessed and highly favored. What we're hoping for next week is that we're going to try, and I'm going to search for it too. We're going to try the uh, Crown Vanilla. So that's going to be uh, uh, something we could do for next week. So hopefully we can get that done because I want to try it. And I'm going to oh, wait. Yeah. Even if I see it, I'm going to wait to try to try it for the podcast. Yeah. So next week. So I can't make that promise. If no. I see it, I'll try it. But I'll, I'll probably what I might do is if I see it, I might buy two bottles. Just one to keep it home and one to bring to the podcast. Who knows? We'll it'd be, see. But it'd be. Yeah, I can't make no problem. You know what? I can't make that promise either. I'm going to a wedding. I'm hoping that maybe they have it Saturday. At this wedding I'm going to. That mm, um, chance. But you know what? Yeah. You are, you're right. Never mind. I just don't see wedding. You know, now don't I think about Amy. it. I don't see. You say what? Don't rage Amy. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Um, I don't see weddings having uh, new shit. I think it's going to be the run of a meal. Uh, but I think it's an open bar. Is this an know. African-American wedding? It is not. Oh. 20, oh, oh, oh. 2025. <laughs> wait, wait. Is wait, it 2025 wait. or 2520? Fuck. Fuck. It's 2520. 25 Because Y comes later in the alphabet. Yeah. Yeah, 2520. 2520. So. 2520 yeah. wedding. But that should be fun. So I, I, I'll i be update you guys on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it should be dope. We supposed, I think the wedding is supposed to be downtown. But I think the reception is like St. Clair Shores or some shit. Oh, that's not some baller shit. Yeah, so we're. Who is this? Uh, One of the wife's coworkers. Oh, okay. So what we're planning Damn, on doing co-workers is. Coworkers invited? Oh, wow. Yeah. So what we're planning on doing is uh, we're going to the wedding and then her coworker, the, well, so another coworker that we're going with, they stay downtown right across from Sweetwater. In the um, Milliner? Yeah. Okay. And so what we're planning to do is just uh, parking downtown, get, catching an Uber to the reception. And then Uber back and just stay with them for the night. You can always park in my garage. And get, or could do that. My, so. uh, well, I mean, it's it, my parking garage is right 
Yes, yeah, right there. It's on the opposite side of Millinder Center from Sweetwater. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely. As long you. as I'm near, I can let you in. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll definitely let you know that then. Uh, I had a question. Um, no, I, I was my que- It wasn't a question, more of a comment, but I thought it was interesting that how long your wife's been with her company for a while, though, right? Yeah, like plus fifteen years. Yeah, I didn't invite nary a coworker to my wedding. Like, not <laughs> a single fucking one. But see, I think that's. I think it's different for white people. White people kind of are really friendly, and they're a lot more friendly than us because mm-hmm. they would definitely i've i've gotten invites to uh co-workers weddings and i hadn't even been there for a while they're like oh cool come i'm thinking like i know this shit costs right like but i think she's been working with that girl for a while okay. so you know one of those things so it should be uh it should be cool hopefully and i'm <laughs> okay you, no go ahead no speaking of which the the craziness of my life at the moment is my wife and i are hopefully going to close on a house on Tuesday. So this podcast drops Thursday. We're hoping to close on a house Tuesday and we have a baby who can come at any moment in between now and over the course of the next two weeks or so. And our wedding anniversary is coming up and we ain't fucking thought about it. That's far as it's from so your mind. It's so fucking on the back burner. It's so fucking on the back burner. Like what, that's so crazy got, to have so your first so wedding anniversary and not anniversary? even fucking think about it on the 18th. And that's the first, yeah, because well, if things, not even fucking thinking if things about go it. well, I mean, it's not like y'all go go somewhere for your anniversary now because y'all have a fucking baby. But <laughs> if if things go as planned, date wise, you know, it'd be like baby be a week old or something. Yeah, but, yeah, the the baby will be at least a week old, maybe older. And we are thinking about having not a housewarming because, like, if you say housewarming, it kind of makes people feel like they got to bring a gift and shit. Right. Like and a- we've already got, like, we got wedding gifts we haven't even opened yet because we ain't got nowhere to put shit. We still we got baby shower gifts that we got to put. Like, people have given us gifts over the course of the past year. We wouldn't have no gifts. But we're, t- we're talking about maybe possibly having, like, a little, like, a get together, you know. So we'll see. And that might be our... You know, we might have it around the time of the wedding anniversary and make it like a housewarming slash baby slash wedding anniversary get together and just like chill. Nobody bringing gifts, no shit like that. Just come through, drink, eat, chill, kick it, are talk shit. Be, are you gonna be like man in the grill and shit? Hey, who knows? <laughs> Did y'all get I mean, the- I'm no you, but I can, you know, I can do it. You know, hey, what man, I'm I, you know, I helped throw some dogs and some chicken on the grill. Yeah, you know, I, mean, what I can saying? do it. You know. Long, long as we can smoke and my out. brother, my brother's kind of elite on that shit. So oh, good shit, dude. You know, my brother's a chef. He's elite with the hey, shit. As long as we can smoke cigars in the yard, you know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And I would absolutely fucking love to do that. Like around, like, like maybe like late September, mid late September, have like a nice little get together. People can come through, see the baby. Come through. We can kick it in the backyard, smoke cigars, drink. Hey, can y'all not do it? Nice the, little get. Can y'all not man. do it the weekend of the seventeenth? Was that? Can y'all not do it the weekend of the seventeenth? Well, I doubt Pro- that yeah, okay. would be it. But yeah, cool. I mean, who knows? I'm just thinking weekend. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm going to Traverse City that weekend, and I, I would like to make your event. So I would just, keep <laughs> that in mind. I figure, like I said, <laughs> if, if the baby show up on the ninth, I'm figuring y'all gonna need at least a month. At least well, three well yeah, weeks. there'll be time to like get shit. In order. I mean, so I'm having, thinking, you know, late having September. like random ass dirty strangers coming around your newborn. Yeah, yeah. Late September, something so. like that. But that's that, that would be ideal. Have a nice little get together. Celebrate all things in one shot. Because we're not going to have no 
one year anniversary extravaganza. We we like I said just close on the house, just have a new baby. We're not gonna have some like just us type shit. You know, it's gonna be I got a fucking family and shit. Yeah, I told her it'll be like, you know, our wedding anniversary is gonna be like us just like, hey, can you watch the baby and we're gonna like sit and watch Netflix or some shit. Like it's nothing crazy. But like yeah, it'll be we do plan on at least well, I can't say we, but I plan on having uh <laughs> I plan on pressuring her into having some kind of a get together to celebrate all three things at one time. Maybe like late September, uh, oh, you know, cool. before it starts snowing and shit. We there, we there in that bit. So yeah, yeah just uh, keep us posted on the date. So that'd be dope. So was a live podcast. No, no, you know what's funny? <laughs> I said that in my head. Like that'd be dope as hell to do a live as podcast. But a live yeah. podcast from that bitch. But that'd be dope as fuck. So yeah, uh, yeah, keep me posted then, shit. Yeah. But other than that, I guess uh, we good, and uh, we we'll see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.